Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the seven game NBA preseason slate on Friday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports sites. Before we get into the video, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for the support. It has been crazy uh, this last few weeks, uh, especially with the NBA preseason. We have uh, basically hit over 800 concurrent viewers in the last three live streams. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you guys do enjoy all this content, would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live. We have a nice seven-game slate. I'll be live one hour before lock on my YouTube channel to go over everything, answer all you guys' questions, so make sure to check out the live stream. Also, if you guys cannot watch these videos, do upload an Apple podcast. The link is in the description below. It's the DKDFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about players and their prices, let's look back at Thursday. And just want to warn you, two minutes. Two minutes of this was one of the most tilting slates of DFS. So let's just take a look at a couple quotes. I want to review a couple quotes. Um, This quote from Steve Kerr says, Steph Curry will likely play the entire first quarter and six minutes in the second quarter. See where we go from there. So I think, you know, people with, with a lot of money on the line, reasonable people be, oh, like there's a pretty good chance Steph doesn't play the second half. I mean, why would he say that? We'll see where we go from there. That's, and then, of course, what do we get? Steph Curry plays the entire third quarter and hits like, shoots like 100%. And he's like 40% owned in the slam. Okay, that's one, one thing. Car Anthony Towns, 35 fancy points in 20 minutes. Picks up five fouls in the preseason. The fifth foul, complete BS. They challenge it, somehow stands. I'm watching that game, I'm just like, is this really happening? So I figure, oh, I'm done. You know, I get a low-owned cat. He, he's, he was on pace to absolutely smash. Uh, he comes, he gets one more shift and literally I think does nothing in like six minutes. I don't think he picked up a stat somehow. I think cause he was afraid of following out. So that's number two. Uh, number three, where are we? Um, this Marvin Bagley will start and get increased minutes. According to Luke Walton. Thanks for the extra 30 seconds tonight, Luke. And then lastly, I don't have the quote, but Harden, they said he will play a little more, a little more than the 20 minutes. I'm thinking, oh, 22, 23. Plays basically the entire third quarter, 28 fan, twenty-eight minutes. I don't know. Some of you guys are like, oh, DK, why are you freaking out so much? Well, minutes are everything in the NBA. And like swings like that are huge, are enormous. So um, that's it for the tilting. Again, guys, DFS is uh, it can take a toll on you mentally, especially stuff like this. When you're, you're making like educated decisions, you're making decisions based off the information that you see and you get stuff like this happens. It's super, super frustrating, like really, really frustrating. But that's how it goes uh, sometimes. And like I, like I said last night, uh, all positives are uh, there's always another slate. So we can take a look back my lineup really quick. Um, also, Minnesota, they said they're going to run it you know, uh, not not a dress rehearsal, but close to it. Um, and they didn't play in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, that I mean, Luca was the absolute chalk. You should have played him, but 
they didn't play in the fourth quarter. Like that's another thing. So a ton of things here. Um, yeah, I'm in the edge of the cash right now in, in the slam, but I'm not going to finish in the cash because Bojan's like 10% owned. People are going to pass me. So uh, I'm not going to end up cashing here. Uh, we can here. I'll move out of the out of the way real quick. So you guys can see where everyone scored. Uh, but yeah, I want Luca, Bogdan, Beasley, Rudy Gay, Capella, John Morant, Bagley, and Towns. Um, I made a 2v2 swap that really, really hurt. And what I did was I had Anthony Edwards here and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. I swapped to get Rudy Gay. The reason I swapped to get Rudy Gay was because the Spurs said they're going to play more minutes. And Rudy Gay is like a really good point parent, a guy. He played, He you know, um, he had played like 25 minutes the last couple of games and I think he played about that. He actually had a below average game for his standards for, for playing that many minutes. So, um, and then Bagley, uh, that was, you know, the chalk and the slam, 61% owned. Uh, I was, I didn't have a good feeling about it. Um, that's why I had Dorian Finney-Smith in there. I felt a little bit more comfortable with his minutes. Uh, I even made a tweet about it. I was like, is 30 minutes out of Dorian Finney-Smith better than 20 minutes out of Bagley? Well, um, yeah, that swap's going to end up costing me like $1,000. So, another just, ugh, but... Um, the core was Luca, who again, didn't play in the fourth. That was tilting, but he was the absolute chalk. Malik Beasley was huge. This was the key. 30% owned, 40 fancy points. And he didn't, it's not like they played him a ton of minutes. I think he only played like low 20s minutes. So he absolutely smashed, told you guys like he would be the number two in the offense when D'Lo was out. So that was huge. Capella was fine at 5.5K, uh, 27 fancy points at Salvan Towns. Again, I told you guys it was a 50-50 there with him and Vucevic. I, I felt a little bit more comfortable with Vucevic minutes. I probably should have just went Vuce. Um, but yeah, Towns didn't do anything. Five fouls, that was that was tilting. Didn't do anything when he came back in. Um, so I, I really thought, you know, at in a moment um, about an hour ago, I had a really good shot to win the slam, and uh, I'm going to end up not cashing. So all right, that's enough. That was about five minutes. So sorry, I went a little bit longer there, but just wanted to get that out of the way. Again, guys, DFS, uh, it can take a toll on you mentally. So got to try to stay positive. I do try to stay positive on this channel, but wanted to get that little bit of tilting out of the way. Um, all right, enough of that. Let's talk about this slate. So seven games. We'll start with Miami, Toronto. Miami, we did get news. I didn't. I don't have it up on Twitter, but they said they're going to rest the veterans again. So I assume it's the same thing with Jimmy Iguodala and Goran Dragic being uh, not playing. Uh, never mind. Dragic expects to play, so but I don't think he'll play a ton. We'll see. Again, this is something to monitor. I don't think Jimmy plays. I don't think Iguodala plays. Dragic looking like he's going to play. If Dragic doesn't play too, if they rest the same three guys they did last time, then I really like none again at 4-7. He had an absolutely terrible shooting day, but played over 30 minutes, was a super high usage guy in the offense. Also, Hero would be viable. He got good runs, so... Those are the two guys I'm looking to at the moment. It's none, it's Hero at 4-7 and 5-5 five, five respectively, but depending on, on news here. Everyone else is kind of stay away. So I don't think I, I get to anyone else, to be honest. So let's move on to Toronto. Toronto, another team at the moment, not a ton of interest. Lowry, um, I don't think he's going to play in this one, but we'll see. They said they're going to limit his minutes in the regular season. Uh, Siakam, if we go to um, Toronto... Siakam played 23 minutes. Fevin Fleet, 22 minutes. The rookie, Malachi Flynn, got 20. Again, they're just really spreading out the minutes. Terrence Davis, 15. Boucher only played 14. So not a team, like right now, I'm very interested in. But if the starters' minutes go up, then like Fred Van Fleet's a guy that's way too cheap at 6'3". If I, if I know like Fred Van Fleet's going to play close to 30 minutes, I really like him at that price. But at the moment, if we get similar minutes again, I'm probably going to look elsewhere. 
Um, and I guess, yeah, I could have went, I should have went over here from Miami. This was in the last game. We had none, 32 minutes, hero, 28 minutes. Everyone else kind of spread out. So those would be the two guys, but we got a modern news there with Miami. And again, Toronto at the moment, not a ton. Like, I don't think we have to go Boucher. He's a good point minute guy, but right now he's only playing like 14 minutes. So it's just, I would rather look elsewhere. Let's move on to Cleveland and New York. So uh, they just played each other a couple days ago on the Cleveland side. Minutes-wise, Drummond only played 21 minutes. That was a little tilting, to be honest. I thought he would play more. Um, they had a ton, a ton of injuries. Dot, or, uh, Dotson played 26 minutes. Garland, 23. They did kind of spread them out. Okoro, the rookie, played 30 minutes. Thonmaker, 26. So we'll see. Another situation we'll have to monitor. Love, Sexton, Porter Jr., all up in the air. We'll see if they're all out again. I do like Drummond at the top, but only 21 minutes. Like That's not great. So, hopefully we get some sort of clarity if the minutes will go up. We probably won't. Um, but, yeah, 21 minutes is – I would probably look elsewhere for other studs if we only get 20 minutes, 21 minutes again from Drummond. The value, yeah, again, potentially like guy like Garland, potentially a guy like Okoro. You know, that's probably where I look uh, if all those other guys are out for Cleveland. Let's move on to New York. So, New York, there's a couple of plays I like again, and it's just due to minutes. It's R.J. Barrett. It's Mitchell Robinson. It's Julius Randle. Julius Randle played 28 minutes. Mitchell Robinson, 32. He had five fouls and somehow didn't foul out. He had played like 14 straight minutes with five fouls and didn't foul out. Um, RJ Barrett with 33 minutes. Uh, Obi Toppin did get a little extended at 31, but not overly excited about him. So I do like Randle at 6'4". Again, this offense, it, it kind of runs through him. Um, you know, RJ Barrett. These guys are, are a little bit underpriced. Like 4'8 for RJ Barrett. It's just too cheap if we're going to get over 30 minutes. So I do like RJ Barrett a good amount once again. I do like Julius Randle a good amount once again. I assume we probably get similar minutes, which is 30-ish, 30 to 35, I think is a fair guess. Now, Alfred Payton, the minutes went back up for him. He played uh, 25 minutes. I think that's fine, but I'd rather get to – I feel more comfortable with Randle and RJ Barrett's minutes. Obi Toppin, 5-2, is okay too, but i probably look elsewhere. Now, Nerlens Noel, not expected to play on Friday. Um, will probably be out. So Mitchell Robinson at 4.6K, that is just way, way too cheap. He played 32 minutes that last game. But I want to bring it up again. Be warned. He is always in foul trouble. The start of the game, he picked up two fouls in two minutes. So, like, there's a realistic chance he could, like, foul out in, like, 15 minutes. But if you can just stay out of foul trouble and we can get 30-plus minutes out of Mitchell Robinson, he's, like, one of the best, if not the best value on the slate. Really, like he's a, an amazing point per minute guy. Block shots, steals. Uh, I'm just there's there's a chance he gets in some foul trouble here. But 4.6k, I'm willing to take the risk. That is just too cheap. If we get over 30 minutes from Mitch Robinson, so yeah, there's three plays I really like in the Knicks: Randall, R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson. Uh, three of my favorite plays at the moment. Let's move on to Brooklyn and Boston. So Brooklyn in the last game, starters did not play a ton. KD did play 24 minutes. Was a little bit underwhelming in that time. Kyrie only played the first half 17 minutes. They spread out the minutes for everyone else. So KD at 8-7, Kyrie at 8-5 at the moment are fades for me, but things could change. I feel a little bit more confident with starters minutes elsewhere. So not really looking to KD, not really looking to Kyrie. Uh, Levert's back. That's another higher usage guy in this offense. Dinwiddie's at 4-9, like, he would probably be my favorite play at the moment for Brooklyn. How many minutes did he play that last game? He played 25 minutes. So I think Dinwiddie Forrest Price is the guy I would look to. But really, there's just not a ton I'm super, super excited about here. Um, DeAndre Jordan played 17. Not great. I would rather just play Mr. Robinson at a similar price. So really, yeah, Brooklyn, 
kind of a team I will be fading unless uh, we get some news that, that changes some things. On Boston side, it's kind of the same thing. Tatum at 8-4, Brown at 6-8, it's just fine. Like they played low 20s minutes, 22 for Brown, 22 for Tatum, 22 for Smart. Yeah, just like, okay, sure. Uh, I prefer spend-ups elsewhere. So same thing with Brooklyn at the moment. I'm just not really looking to the Boston spend-ups. I'm not going to get to Smart at 6-1. Tice is back, so kind of takes Robert Williams out of play. I still think Robert Williams probably plays about 15 minutes. I mean, you can still go there because he's a good point for a guy, but I don't know I don't know if it's if you have to do it on this slate, if that makes sense. And that's really it. So, yeah, Boston kind of a fade as well for me. Let's move on to Milwaukee and New Orleans. So, Milwaukee is a team I feel pretty good about if we get similar minutes like last game. 30 for, for Middleton, 27 for Giannis, 22 for Brolo, 30 for Drew, and then they kind of spread it out with everyone else. So I'm not really looking to the bench guys. Really, the guy I'm looking to is Giannis at 9-6. If we get close to 30 minutes, I think he's one of the top plays of the slate. It's just... It's Giannis at this combo. It's against the Pelicans, too, who play no defense. Um, yeah, really like Giannis, assuming we get those 30 minutes again. Drew Holiday, revenge game narrative. I would just rather get to, to Giannis for a little bit more. Um, again, he, he takes a back seat offensively. Like, it, like his stat line wasn't bad, 11-6-4, but I don't know if I want to pay almost 8K for, for Drew. I think I prefer some other stars in other games. Kind of the same thing with Middleton. Like, they're fine options, but... It really, for me, I'm prioritizing Giannis, assuming we get similar minutes. Bobby Portis is a high-usage guy off the, bench, off the bench, had a double-double in the first game, was subpar the second game, had 12 points, I think only one rebound. Um, again, you can go to him. I don't necessarily know if we have to on the slate, but is playable. Again, I assume we get about 20 minutes. Let's uh, talk about the Pelicans now. So the Pelicans are a team I have a good amount of interest in. Um, if we look at the minutes of last game, 33 for Zion, 31 for Brandon Ingram, 19 for Steven Adams, 33 for Josh Hart, 31 for Lonzo Ball. Uh, and then a couple guys to the bench, Jackson Hayes, 25, NAW. You guys know I love playing NAW, 21 minutes, a high usage guy. Uh, but we do have Eric Bledsoe back. So I think that kind of takes a hit to everyone in this offense a little bit. It's a revenge game for Eric Bledsoe. Let's talk about him first, a 5.1K. Um, expected to play. We'll see about the minutes. If he gets, if we get news, he's going to play like 30 minutes. Then I really like him at this price. That's just too cheap um, for a guy that is a pretty high usage guy. Um, I know we'll be playing alongside Zion, uh, alongside Brandon Ingram, but it would just be a minutes thing. So if Bledsoe plays like 30 ish minutes, I think he's a really good option. Um, Brandon Ingram at seven, nine had an amazing game. Went for like 45 fancy points in 31 minutes. I think he's a solid spend up too. Again, if we get over 30 minutes, he looks good. Zion at 6'2", that's just way too underpriced again. I think Zion's one of the top plays of the slate. Um, again, we got 33 minutes from Zion, so really, really like Zion. I do prefer him to Ingram. I think you can play both if you want to. Um, Steven Adams at 4'8". We did only get 19 minutes from Steven Adams, so we'll see. If we get news that the minutes are going to go up, then I actually think he's a pretty solid value play. So something to monitor there. Um, I think uh, Josh Hart probably moves to the bench with Bloodso uh, available. I got like NAW. Again, he's a high usage guy, but with Bloodso now there, I think the minutes do go down. He played, uh, if we look at that last game, he played 21 minutes. I would assume that probably goes down to maybe the 15 range. Again, similar, like a similar play to Boucher, a similar play to Bobby Portis, right? Those are high usage guys, but I don't expect a ton of minutes for really any of them. So not saying they're out of play, but... Don't think they're like you had to jam them in for value. 
Let's move on to Chicago and OKC. So Chicago is a team I think you can feel pretty good about. Starters have been getting good run. High 20s minutes. Kobe White two games ago played over 30 minutes. The offense, like I said, it runs through White. It runs through Zach Levine. So 7-6 for, for Zach Levine. 7-2 for Kobe White is just, is just too cheap. In this matchup against OKC, um, OKC is a very young team. They don't play a ton of defense. So I like both these guys a good amount. And the winning lineup a couple of sites ago had them both in the line in their lineup. So you can definitely play both. I don't think you have to, obviously, but um, both Levine and Kobe White look good. Levine probably still slightly the better point per minute guy, but I expect a few more minutes from Kobe White. So another again 50-50 decision uh, there with Levine and Kobe White if you're going to make me pick. Markkinen, like I said, I'll continue to pass on him. I'm not going to go to Williams either. Otto Porter Jr. at five two. He came out the bench. I actually kind of prefer him coming out the bench. He had 12, 4, and 8 in 22 minutes. I actually think he's in play. Uh, he's a small forward eligible, and small forward usually pretty weak. So, yeah, Otto Porter Jr. actually is a, a decent value play there at 5-2. Wendell Carter Jr. at 4-7, also a little underpriced. Um, he played 25 minutes the last game. Had 6-6 six, six, and 3, not great, but 4-7, that is pretty cheap for a guy that, you know, probably gets 25-ish minutes. And below that... Mm, there's probably not a lot. I mean, how many minutes did Archidiacono play? He played 22 minutes, again, 7-4-2. I expect... Um, is Sandoransky confirmed out? Where is Sandoransky? He is confirmed out. So I expect Archidiacono to kind of run the second unit. He is in play at the flat min price if you need someone super cheap. All right, let's move on to OKC. My favorite team. Love the OKC's coach. Uh, yeah, if you guys missed that, um, or right, let's go to this game two, two or last night. Uh, I had SGA in my lineup. Didn't play the second half. Again, one over that house, how tilting that was. I was about 15 points back of the of first place in the slam last night. So SGA play, I know one above me at SGA. If he plays that second half, I have a pretty good chance of winning that. So yeah, back to back nights of a lot of tilting for me. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, this is just I I could not believe it that they rested the starters in the second half because, like I said, this is such a young team. Besides Horford, they have like no chemistry playing together, and they were the only team last night that did not or two nights ago. It was I don't know. I'm losing track of time, guys. Um, that did not play the starters into the second half. So, uh, yeah, SGA is. Let's go back to his pricing. He's at 5.7K. It's it's a risk because the first couple of games, these starters have not played the second half. So what do we get here? Well, there's probably a decent chance they don't play the second half again, which is just blows my mind. But if he does, if he plays the second half at 5.7K, that is too cheap. He had, what, 22 fancy points in the first half? Again, he plays that second half. Probably goes for over 30 pretty easily, right? So we'll see. Hopefully we get some sort of clarity. We probably won't. Again, this OKC's coach, the new coach, is on the list, like Steve Kerr tonight. Um, so yeah, hard to say. Horford absolutely smashed. I told you guys he was one of my favorite contrarian plays. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, and he only played uh I knew this was a risk, but he only played 15 minutes. He had 15, 7, and 1. Again, 28 fancy points. He's at 4.8K. If I know Al Horford plays in the second half, I'm playing him for sure. He's my favorite value. Him, Mitchell Robinson are probably my favorite value plays. 
But same thing I'll say about SGA. Tread with caution here after what we've seen for the first couple OKC games. And then Baisley. He's the last guy I'll, I'll list a 4-6. Uh, in the first half of that last game, he had 7-2-2. Two, and two. Again, he's kind of the number three in this offense behind SGA, behind Horford. But I think he would also be viable for value as well. So those are the three guys I'm looking to. Um, and again, risk reward. There's still a chance they don't play in the second half. But if they do... I think probably a couple of those guys crush their salary. Let's uh, two games left: Portland, Denver. So last game, Portland starters got good run. Lillard and CJ got thirty minutes. Nurkic twenty, Jones Jr. twenty four, Covington twenty seven. So looking at the prices, Lillard eight three, CJ at seven one. If we get similar minutes, I do think Damian Lillard is a pretty solid play. Also, don't mind CJ, but probably would prefer Lillard. Nurkic at six two would limit him to twenty minutes. Now, can he still get you there in twenty minutes? Yes. But I think I prefer some other centers. Um, we'll see. If the minutes do go up, if we get like 25 minutes out of Nurkic, then I think you can make the argument to play him. With Melo, Covington, Jones Jr., again, those guys kind of take a back seat when Lillard and CJ play a lot more. So not super interested there. Cantor's the last guy I'll mention. Um, he, played, he played 24 minutes. That's really, really good for Ennis Cantor. 14-4-2. Again, he's a good uh, high-usage guy, good point permanent guy. So if we get similar minutes... Uh, like last game. I think Ennis Cantor is one of the better value plays there at that price. Uh, Giles, again, the minutes went down on him. He only played 12, so not super interested there unless something unless we get news of some guys resting. On the Denver side, also got some pretty decent minutes for these starters. So um, mid-20s minutes, Jokic 25, Jamal Murray 24, Millsap surprisingly played the most at 27. Uh, the guys I'm looking to, it's Jokic, it's Jamal Murray. That's about it. Uh, we'll get to one bench guy I'll mention uh, who who had a nice bounce back at low ownership. Uh, but yeah, Jokic at 8-8, eight, 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 uh, played 25 minutes. If we get similar minutes or even more, I think that's a, that's a nice uh, you know nice price for him. He could definitely crush in that time. Two games ago, we went for over 50 fancy points. So yeah, Jokic and it's Jamal Murray. 5.6K, that is just too cheap. It's just too cheap for Jamal Murray. Um, he had a nice night that last night out. Uh, went for 16, 5, and 5. Again, we know we can get hot in a short amount of time. So I, I do like the price a good amount here on Jamal Murray if we get similar or even more minutes. And then Jokic is a spend up. I do like as well. With Porto Jr., with Barton, with Millsap, uh, Gary Harris, I'm not really looking to them. Again, it's it's Murray, it's Jokic for me. And the last guy I will mention off the bench is P.J. Dozier. Had a really nice night. Won some people some GPPs uh, last night. He had uh, 18 minutes, 15, 6, and 3. He's that type of guy, right? He's a guy that can put up a ton of fancy points in a short amount of time. So I think you can look to him as a value play off the bench, but I would put him in the same category as NAW, the same category as Boucher, the same category as Bobby Portis. They're going to play limited minutes. They're great point per minute guys, but do we need them when we have guys like Mitchell Robinson, when we have RJ Barrett on the slate, when we have, you know, the OKC guys, if you feel good about them playing the second half, right? So that that's a situation you have to, or that's a decision you have to make. Lastly, Lakers, Suns. So Lakers, what we knew was the starters were only going to play the first half. 80, LeBron, 15 and 18 minutes. Uh, if we get similar minutes for them, I have absolutely no no interest in them at 9-2 and 9-1. Now, if they do get extended a bit, then I think you can make the argument. Um, let's see, big, do, 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 do. Play near the same minutes during Friday's match. Okay, so I have no interest in AD. No interest in LeBron. They're fades. Schroeder at 7-3. Got a uh, banged up ankle injury. Got to monitor this. I think I will say the exact same thing as I said last slate. 
THT, Kyle Kuzma. These guys, they're not going to be super productive in the first half, right? I think Horton Tucker played eight or so minutes, maybe had like eight fancy points. But it's the second half when they're going to smash. And Horton, THT finished with 30 fancy points at low ownership. So I'll say the same thing. Horton Tucker, Kuzma, they will get some run in the first half, but it's not going to be super, super productive minutes. In the second half is where they can crush. So I do like THT. I do like Kuzma. I prefer the price on THT for the discount. Harold 6'4 is still solid too, but I think that's just a little bit pricey. I feel better about some other plays and similar prices. Like I would rather play Aiton on the opposite side of the ball um, for a little bit more. So that's really it for me on the Lakers. Uh, got a monitor KCP status too. He was ruled out that last game. We'll see if he does play. Um, again, him, Schroeder got to monitor that with uh, with their news. If they're both out, again, THT Kuzma should get some decent run in the first half, and then that's when they take over is in the second half uh, playing with the backups. Lastly, we'll talk about Phoenix. So Phoenix starters got decent run, 25 for Booker, 25 for Aiton. They were actually both in foul trouble. They missed out in a few minutes. Booker had four fouls in the first half, Aiton had three, and they missed out in about three or four minutes in the first half. So probably would have played closer to 30. Booker's at 8.6. At that price, I do prefer some other spend-ups. I would rather get to Giannis at a similar price. I'd rather get to some other guys as well. CP3 at 8K is a fade for me. Aiton, mentioned him as one of my favorite plays last late. He crushed at low ownership, 21, 9, and 4 steals. Um, and when he did crush was in the second half, like I said, against Montrez Harrell. Uh, Marcus Gasol, a decent defender. So in the first half, he's probably not going to have an amazing stat line. In the second half, you know, against a guy like Harrell is where, when he can crush. So... Kind of like a similar similar situation to THT, right? I don't think Aiden's going to be super, super productive in the first half, but in the second half, that's when he can crush going up, uh, match up against a guy like Harrell. So 6-9, don't think Aiden's a must play, but I think he is solid there in the mid-range. And below that, I don't really have a ton of interest. I'm not going to Bridges or Crowder or Campaign. Um, I think, did uh, Javon Carter? Yeah, for, for people that played him two slates ago, you're probably really tilted about this stat line. Javon Carter had a nice night, 15-2-2. Two two. I know, again, he was like 50% owned a couple nights ago when he put up like four fancy points. Uh, is he, where's Javon Carter? He's the min price again. So the floor is low, but, you know, this guy can put up a, a decent outing, uh, playable. Uh, but, yeah, that's really it for uh, the last game, and that's going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. If you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when to upload videos so you know when to go live. Again, as, uh, or for this slate, seven games will be live one hour before lock. Make sure to check out the live stream. Um, and let's aim for 300 likes on this video, guys. If you do enjoy, would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Thanks again. I hope you guys have a great night, and I will see you tomorrow on the live stream.